0: EFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso
0: Chris All the fun. Radio Show Everybody likes it Listen, Listen to his shit, shit. to Cinema Crespo Diso. <laughs> All right, here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, episode 424 of Cinema Crespo so I'm your host, Chris Crespo, joined in the Crespo Diso studio. It's a wonderful February... Sunday afternoon, the weather is nice, 70 degrees out, sunny, oof boy. And we're inside. And we're inside in Sur- a windowless room. Surrounded
1: by four walls in a
0: windowless room. <laughs> in, a, in a windowless room where we got to make our own atmosphere. <laughs> we're creating an atmosphere. Not in like we're pumping in. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe we, maybe we are terraforming, Chris. That's possible. We could be terraforming the Crespodiso Studio. Mega Studio One is <laughs> is being built right now. We're laying down the asphalt as we speak. It'll be connected to Getting me- rid- Mega Studio 2. Getting rid of all the trees. <laughs> yes. We're laying th- down as much concrete as humanly possible. We're going to pave all the trees and we're going to name the streets after them. It's going to be awesome. Drew Stacogbird is my co host. Apparently, back on Twitter at antihero419. Uh, I
1: don't t- I mean, I did notice that Atto Stacogbird is gone.
0: <laughs> because they reclaimed antihero419? did they? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> to keep it more canonical, I mm. guess. Now you I, say so. But now I got all these tweets that say Atrucet Cogburn, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Now. Yeah, if you pull Fancy Hero
1: I did not. Every once in a while, I check. Just see what's up. Yeah. yeah. Just every once in a while, like maybe once a month. Make
0: sure they're not and out under your name.
1: I don't care if they, they can wild out as much as they want underneath. Gonna, it, if, it, you're,
0: if you're listening, Internet Atrucet it, it, it says, yeah. It's not me.
1: Oh, that, <laughs> right up top. And I've continued to say that it's not because it's not. That's true. I got mm. nothing to do with it.
0: That's true. It's, it's, a, it's a parody account that someone is running. I have no idea who it is. And no, it's not me. I ain't got the time for <laughs> I'm about to say, with all the other shit you got going on, no way. I mean, at one point in time, I did think it was you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, it's but that's probably the most reasonable explanation.
1: But but then, like going through it all and realizing, you know what? Like with everything else he's got going on, that's a lot of work. Like this is definitely the work of somebody. Like yeah. somebody else is only running one parody account. Yes, and it's it's mine,
0: and it's that one. Yes, uh, especially if you look at the amount of followers it has and interaction. Like, I would have given up on that a long time ago. Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) But thank God for whoever that mystery person is, (laughs) honestly. Because it's weird and cool and funny.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. The the guy who doesn't give a shit about the internet is the one who has the parody
0: account. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect, it works. It's perfect. It's, it's Someone's got to document your presence on the internet because you won't do it. Yeah, fuck that shit. Especially since you're, you're erasing it as time goes on. Less and less of you L- exist online. Yeah, 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 Which I'm, means I'm, less I'm, and less of you exist in the world, you say, Calgary. I'm totally okay with that. I'm, I mean, what I'm, kind of legacy are you trying to leave? I'm not, Done? not trying to leave a legacy at all. So you're all? leaving the unlegacy. I mean, if I
1: wanted to leave a legacy, don't you think I'd have knocked up some girl by now?
0: Uh, that's one way to do it. I guess that's a traditional way of uh, legacyifying yourself, mm-hmm. of franchising. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're you're trying to write the unlegacy of Juicy Cogburn. Yeah, I
1: know it, it
0: ends. The buck stops here, man. It's over here today, <laughs> right now. It's oh, for just for the Cogburn line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm calling it. Like,
1: I mean, I thought about it. Like there's enough other. Betteridge DNA out in the world that's yeah. been spread it's fine.
0: It's not like it's completely gone or whatever. Yeah, no. And even if it was who gives a fuck? It's not up to you and also it's not like uh, you have to pick up the the mantle of the throne of of the land Betteridge <sighs> like you're just a, you're just no. a guy embarking on, <laughs> on a new career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just a, a Entering dude, your
1: 40s. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a dude trying to make a life.
0: <laughs> you're just making a life and then when the life is over it's it, over. It's over. The unlegacy. Mhm. Fuck that shit. I'm writing down. This is your own legacy. (laughs) I mean, shit, Drew. You should be a nomad I mean, with that attitude. I mean... You should should be one of the new nomads of America. I
1: mean, watching Nomadland, I definitely thought about it. I I do... I mean, I do technically already have the skill set to, like, do something like that if I wanted to. Sure, to, uh... I mean, I could work to subsist. I I could be one of those uh, seasonal cooks mm-hmm. that goes around and does like there. There are circuits, yeah, for cooks where you do summers here and winters there, and you never own anything but your car because you're living in, you know, either the resort or they pay for this or they pay for that, Yeah, and, like it's a whole lifestyle. It's you're, just
0: you're following the the tourist dollars exactly. You're following the work. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be, I could see that being you for sure, in a van uh, with, with your little modifications in there that you've uh, accumulated over time. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, it'd be nice if I had, like, a shelf right here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Only problem is I would definitely have to learn how to fix my own car because
0: working, yeah. working like that and
1: then coming up with a $2,600 bill for whatever, like, that's not, no yeah, way. Yeah, not for, your, cool.
0: for your car that's worth $2,000 anyway no. mm-hmm. or what have you, but you know. it's like, that's my home. I can't just, that's not just a car, it's my home. I made memories in there, like that time that I drove to Topeka, and then that other time yeah. that I drove to... Man, the places that the, this movie it takes you Awful. to... Awful. It, it feels in a way the almost like... Of America. Yes. <laughs> it's, like this.
1: It's, it's all the butthole, it's either the desert or the cold-ass Midwest, and it's like, those are not places... Like, I would... The problem with being a nomad is I would just be... I would be like... I would be more like the beach bum as opposed to the nomad. (laughs) Okay. I, I'd be like a semi-pirate of sorts, because I would—I gotta stay where it's warm, man. So you'd be
0: southern homeless. Yeah, I can't be—not even southern homeless. You'd be Florida homeless, or that's also why LA out there—they have such a yeah. Like, part of the reason why they it, have such a have to be—I mean, yeah, housing I know. crisis. Yeah, fuck all that shit because the weather. I gotta be there. I gotta go where it's warm, man. Imagine being in Texas in the last week. <sighs> uh, you know, there, people were scrambling to raise yeah. money to put people in hotels uh-huh. and, 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 and and come up and, with warming centers and, 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 and stuff. Then, and
1: then have you seen some of those electric bills they got hit with since?
0: just heard about a little bit to that today yeah that's
1: weird so, well they have uh they have a deregulated privatized mm-hmm. electrical grid not ah, texas so good old texas
0: <laughs> parts of texas like out on the edges like 10 percent of texas uh is on a different power grid uh i think a a regulated grid and i'm sure none of their shit went down none of them had any problems yeah. <laughs> i'm sure yeah yep but anyway <laughs> um did I mention we're talking about the movie Nomadland? Guys, <laughs> Nomadland just came out on Hulu. It's also, man, Enzian on this one a week mm-hmm. a week late. Yeah. They just started playing it uh the day it hit the streaming service. Usually they're at least a week a ahead. A little of bit it. ahead. Yeah. The bigger the movie, for sure, the shorter that window. And I in my heart of hearts, I feel like that's because it's the, the rental fee, right? More if you likely. if you want to show it earlier when the demand is higher, you pay more. it's gonna cost you more money. Same thing with uh, Texas Power. <laughs> you want that pal it's time to pay more baby so uh, it's on Hulu now uh, it would be it could be a nice movie to see in a theater because it is like shot widescreen oh well, yeah uh, I mean made some of with those, care I mean, just because I don't ever
1: want to physically go to the desert I love seeing it on film because it's beautiful the,
0: yes the rare times <laughs> like there were they were outside and it was sunny yeah outside I was yeah. Like, oh that seems nice
1: yeah no, it's beautiful it's just yeah. you know it just so happens to probably be like 32 degrees. Oh my God. Yeah, I have
0: to remind myself that's probably cold. And dry, no humidity. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. But dry, dry, that's when you like. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't do dry, dry. Yeah, that, that happens around here during the wintertime when oh, I go to I like, get, to yeah. get into my car okay. and I, the car zaps me. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that car zap. That's what happens when it's dry. Mm-hmm. Uh,. Francis McDormand, McDormand, the doorman, sure. Francis, Francis, the doorman <laughs> uh, produced this thing. She, oh, it, nice. it, it's a book, okay, nonfiction uh, called Nomadland, a story of 21st century, surviving in 21st century America. Right. I think that's what it is. I didn't read into it much. I didn't see any trailers. I just, you know, for months, the hype online has been Land. like this is the movie Chloe Zhao. They've been giving out critic awards for the last yeah. few months, like a quote normal award season. Chloe Zhao has become the most like awarded director in any award season. I mean, I get this it. Movie. I get it. Partly, partly is because so many movies have just been bumped to next year anyway. The, well, no, the, uh, the field has been oh, uh uh thinned
1: that too, but like has like a small independent film, like this has. All of the hallmarks of like the like like the moonlights and the this and the that like I I understand yeah. why everybody's going apeshit over this movie.
0: It's very understandable, yeah. So as it's made, it's like it's, it's well acted. Oh, it's
1: well acted. It's well made, and it's a, it, it
0: has a point it, of view.
1: And as well, and the thing is, it it straddles that line between very personal and yet completely universal. Yes,
0: yeah. That's the those are the best stories, so, right? Where, where it feels like it's telling something. Where the details are so specific. It's like unique. Yes. But then when you you pull it back, it's like, oh, I completely empathize with this person. Understand because we all just want the same shit. No. Um, it's an interesting approach, I guess, because it reflects the book, the, how it's you know a bunch of different stories. So she's going around meeting different people. So it's kind of sort of vignette style ish, but that Co- coalesces into a story sort of halfway through, especially as David Strathairn's character becomes more prominent.
1: Well, yeah, but then also you know he uh, coming to like almost the end of the film mm-hmm. like, talking to the, like the the dude who's in charge of that. Meetup that happens all the time. Yes. The, where, yeah, 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 Where he's like, I don't say my final goodbyes to say I'll see you down the road because I do, whether it's one year or two years or three weeks or whatever. But yeah. I, I see these people again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the that's... The cyclical nature of their,
0: their lives. So it kind of works with the narrative style. Yeah. And then visually that happens too yeah. because, uh, yeah, it is all about how... It's still a cycle of some sort. I was surprised going into it knowing so little when... Uh, like this isn't a spoiler, but when a straight up Amazon factory, like yeah. warehouse factory sequence popped up, and it felt like it was shot with, like the people that worked there, you can tell it's all the non actors, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just the, it, the regular folk. <laughs> it's so it's so weird when you have, uh, like Soderbergh does this, where you ha- or even some of those '80s Michael Mann movies we did, where uh, you have your actors in a room and. You, Everything seems normal, they're acting. But then a real person, quote, real person walks in, they say their lines real stiffly, and you're like, Oh, whoa. That's what it's like in real life. And these people are <laughs> acting. Like the acting is the weird thing, you know? Yeah. But being surrounded with so many people who just I guess quote, don't have it in a in a weird yeah. way. Like what is it? What separates McDormand and Strathern from everyone else in this movie who is uh, seems non professional? Why why is that? I don't know. It's weird, right? Yeah. Why are we so weird? I remember in college in, in, in uh in the university. University. Oh the university. Uh, excuse me, I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a college and a university, excuse me. So did I graduate. I know. I just didn't graduate. Oh no, that's that's fine. That's fine. No big deal. So the uh where was I go oh I don't know. I was in the university university, at the university Mm -hmm. we were both there it Mm -hmm. was was crazy it was was a a good while time I had pull winkle slippers you got a you got a cool write-up in the student paper (laughs) I did
1: I made I made the police beat section
0: ah you did not have to say specifically (laughs) I think older listeners might remember (laughs) we've gone over this story before yeah yeah that's an old story yeah um, I'm, I'm just glad that the article finally came offline, <laughs> or didn't get backed up, or whatever. Come on, there's got, got no, it. This is not a challenge, people. Not a challenge. Don't look here, please. We're not. We're not trying to uh, dredge a Um No, I was gonna say. I remember in college, I thought if I started the sentence, that it would come back to me. <laughs> nope. <halfway through. laughs> wah, wah. So, so, No Man Land, uh, She found a book, and I was talking about the Amazon factory. Mm-hmm real people it did feel a little like um uh we're allowing you to shoot in our factory and you can see all this stuff but you can't really be negative of the workplace. You have to kind of show us in a good light. And they do. Like, one of the things is someone's like, give me some safety tips. And it's like, uh, three points. Always touching three points, right. you know. And then later they're in the cafeteria, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we all work together. And there's a lot of camaraderie. And almost felt like an Amazon. Like, come work at the Amazon factory. Well, I mean,
1: for for me, I thought it was, I, there, was there was enough give and take. Mm-hmm. Where, yes, while shooting at the plant... It doesn't, you know, show the
0: dark and the dirty and the this, that, the other. Yeah, like the articles that come out, we know about it.
1: But at the same time, mm. uh, it does show, you know, what kind of people that they are employing and how they are being the, kind of exploited yeah, by this. Which
0: is the point of the movie. Yeah, it, It's the working class people, um, the people we don't think about that are fulfilling those orders during uh, Christmas time. And I'm like five days for workers, oh, I should get this too. Let me just add it. Now someone's got to work. Uh, extra harder for probably not that much money. Um, it was interesting when Amazon. I was like, "Holy shit!" That, I wasn't expecting that to happen in this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I, for it to go I, there, I thought there was enough give and take to where it was.
1: They still got their point across without being like you, w- w- by still having Amazon's without, without whitewashing
0: yeah. the uh, the role of Amazon yeah, in the situation exactly. in the in the role of the cycle of these people who were so the movie and the book is about. Just being poor in America The the social security net The safety net Is is not there And this is what people Find themselves having to do Just to get just by Just survive Yeah And I was like Affected by Swanky's story I was like No yeah. oh, i like Swanky I got, That got me good You know mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a very Well made movie yeah. You know I can definitely see why people have been talking about talking about. For I mean, I, I was, I, I was getting afraid that man is this thing being built up too much for me by yeah. the time we get around to it.
1: I mean, I definitely get Swanky's point of view. I mean, yes. yeah,
0: I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I would much rather at her point. Yeah, yeah, I would much rather go out on the road than in a fucking hospital. Yeah,
0: and then knowing so when he gets to that age too, and you know, I, I'd imagine, you know, for we've heard about this, it's different. You get to that point, like fuck it, I've, yeah. I've done it i I lived it... I mean, fuck, Chris, I'm almost 40, and I'm almost there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, man, that's why Hunter S. Thompson killed himself when he was 57, because he didn't want to get past 40. He was like, he thought if he got into his 40s, he failed. Yeah, well... <laughs> and then by the time he was 57, he was in pain. Fuck. He was like, life sucks, and he shot himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I sort of get that. So, it's a very good movie, and... um, You know, just watch it uh, last night... Definitely feels like the type of movie, especially because of how atmospheric it is and the story. Feels like a type of thing that needs to marinate for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interested to see how I feel about it um, when April rolls around and the twenty twenty Oscars yeah. <laughs> happen. Which got which got pushed to April, yeah. and it, and they're still happening, which is it's going to be weird. Yeah. It's gonna be very weird, but Nomadland is very, very good. I believe. I agree. Yeah, it's worth it. It's also under two hours. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Francis is great. Chloe Zhao's next movie is fucking Marvel's Eternals. What the hell is that all about? (laughs) Uh, Maybe it is both personal and universal. Man, (laughs) but
1: literally universal.
0: I mean, going from yeah, going from story of a. Rocking bronco rodeo guy and then to like a nomad, uh, American nomad lady to then um the uh, these uh elder gods of I mean, <laughs> of superhero lore.
1: It, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it it makes me think that the Eternals is going to be a little more story based as opposed to like more Marvel movie, more character based explaining no. who these people then are, what's going on and why we give a fuck
0: and why we should care. Uh, a Thanos cameo cameo would go a long way there for Eternals. Perhaps, I mean, as like a flashback or, yeah, whatever. or something yeah, yeah to, to, to give people more of a reason to understand why they are even talking about these characters because, because you know. Thanos came from them, you know, uh, from that whole crew. Anyway. Chloe Zhao. Interesting. Some really good stuff. No Madeline. Uh Media Diets. I rewatched Kong Skull Island for the first time since it was in theaters. Oh,
1: it's on Hulu right now, I think.
0: It's uh, Well, because it's on HBO. Yeah. Yeah, so Hulu uh, just has like HBO channel there. Um... Fun as fuck movie. I mean, yeah, so enjoyable, dude. The, the when Loki is running around with that
1: fucking gas mask and yeah. all the all the green smokes everywhere and tiny pterodactyls getting shredded by machetes. Yeah. I mean, uh, how uh, can you not uh, like
0: that? The movie is great. <laughs> he, he stomps and, and and crushes so many people and eats and then, people and stuff. And, and uh, then,
1: the, uh, uh the, Shea Wiggum's great in it. The the motherfucking uh, Samuel L. Jackson like Apocalypse Now scene. Yes, like at the end when yeah. he's going all. Fucking straight bonkers. Yeah, the whole thing. He, he's so good. And he's so fun. In I him. am just, like, I haven't watched the movie since the theaters, and I'm just remembering it off the top of my head. That's the thing. It's like, that's <laughs> what I was watching. I was
0: like, oh, yeah, this thing is, like, I was remembering things as they were happening. Yeah, this shit is sweet. And then yeah. other things Home I did Boy forget about. The gets hit from the
1: giant fucking stick bugs, right through. <laughs>
0: the, yeah, the giant, the, the giant spider thing that they were yeah. underneath. Uh, Watch it with my mom, she, who enjoyed it. I was surprised yeah. how much she liked it. The movie's yeah. fun. She, she jumped a few times. Of course. And, uh, and it's it's uh, nice to watch that. I'm not going to rewatch the Godzilla's, I think, but I, I wanted to rewatch that ahead of.
1: I mean, the only Con- thing Godzilla vs. Kong come out in April I mean, just just rewatch like the maybe like the last five minutes of the first Godzilla where he fights the giant bug and <laughs> uh, rips off its head and yeah, cauterizes the, the fucking wound with it, his
0: fire breath. The final fight in um, the second one was pretty good too. Yeah. Who was he? The Ghidorah mm, King Ghidorah. Yeah, 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 that one was pretty good too. So yeah, I rewatched it. That was that was a rewatch for the week. It's good. Um, WandaVision episode seven, of... nine. Okay, so, so I only still two have... left.
1: All right, so I can start watching after. When does it? When the
0: new episodes drop? Fridays. Okay, so I can start watching next week. Sometime. Yeah, you may want to. You may want to. I did see online. This is funny. Makes you. Uh... I
1: want to get current for the finale because the
0: finale is going to blow everybody's mind. I'm sure. Yeah, it's something's going to happen to tie it all together yeah, in an interesting so. way for sure. But um, so the. I saw this online. It's a good reminder to don't believe a goddamn thing you see on the internet. But uh, someone was passing around. People are passing around memes. They're like, "Oh, the last three episodes of One Division are going to be an hour each." Like, holy shit! Uh, this episode thirty thirty two minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Just like all the other ones. Yes. Not even the longest one. Other episodes nope. have been longer than. There we go. Than this week's episode. Yeah. yeah so people. <sighs> People, people, people.
1: Check your sources. People, people,
0: people. So episode seven's fun. It's, it's really good. Uh, it's um, definitely getting plot heavy in terms of, uh, you know, moving things forward. And we're, we're definitely going towards the end game, so to speak, of the episode. Uh, but uh, it's definitely like a great showcase for Elizabeth Olsen. She gets to do quite a bit throughout this whole little mini series thing. This limited series for her. And... Uh, it gives us a reason to actually care about, like, Wanda in, in a real way no. that we've never even had the chance mm-hmm. to before. And also, Paul Batten, is fantastic, because he gets to do a little bit more as vision, more than just, like, uh, being, I'm, I'm being logical a logical robot. robot guy. Yeah. In yeah. this one, he, he actually gets, gets to, like, grapple with emotions and his role and things. Have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And also have legit fun. Like, especially in the earlier episodes, when they're really leaning into the sitcom stuff. I mean, stuff.
1: Is, is he still all... Uh... Red face and green suit, and stuff depends like that.
0: On, depends on a situation. Sometimes he is, if he's like in sitcom mode and there's around other quote characters, well, no. Then I, he's in like, uh, he looks like Paul Bettany, but, but then later he's. As like, vision, is he yeah. still red face, yeah. green suit? Yeah, maroon, okay. maroon face. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Um, is okay. the suit green? It's whatever. I feel like it's desaturated. Uh, just as long as he's not c- cream colored. No. Okay. No, he's not cream-colored. Okay. And um, then also episode seven uh, ends with the big reveal of who uh the bad guy is of the episode, essentially. Like, the real—there's a couple, you know, points of drama going on. But mm-hmm. the one real bad guy causing all this shit. And online, if, you, if you're following the show online, people were, like, kind of saying, like, this is where it's going. It's going in this sort of direction, and they were mostly right. right. So we'll see what happens with the last two episodes, Mm -hmm. but I'm into it. I'm watching them as they come out and I'm, I'm into it. I'm liking it only two left. I think it's been, it's been a fun ride so far. And also this one, I feel like the last episode was sort of late nineties, early two thousands kind of reminded me of Malcolm in the middle, uh, like that sort of, but that genre still happens though with like, um, uh, Arrested Development.
1: Things of that nature. Even stuff like that, yeah. yeah. But then
0: this one, this week's episode just, felt more like 2000s and was specific, specifically modern family-ish okay. because it's a family show, but she's like sitting in a chair talking to the camera. Yeah. But then they play with that convention later. That's why I feel like the early episodes play more into the actual sitcom tropes. And then uh, later episodes, they take those tropes and they're messing with them for the purpose of the WandaVision show and the... Uh, actually it seemed like it was a lot of fun to to put this story together to come up with this way to do it like as, as a writer it seemed very enjoyable uh, to have cracked that story um alright man I spent a media diet Is uh, Alone, Season 3. I've watched most of it. Are they still in the same place? No. But, (laughs) yeah, I complained a bit about Season 2 being the same mm -hmm. place, right? Season 3, they moved continents. Okay. They've gone from uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada, North America, all the way to Patagonia, which is at the very bottom of South America, down by Chile.
1: Oh, oh, but still, just as, I mean, you're you're still in that same extreme. Those extreme lot of And then, as
0: a matter of fact, it's so similar that visually, it's quite similar. It, yeah. it almost looks like the same no. the same place. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that they swapped out the predators. Well, yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's the other side of the world, yeah. literally. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's like a video game where it just, it's the same setting, but all right, we, t- we took the bears out. And, and the, now they're cats. Yes. <laughs> we, swapped out, we swapped out the bears for the pumas. Yep. Uh, and, oh, did, they, they did have panthers and... and different insects. Yeah. Oh. Recluse spider. Ooh, uh, no. One person who I thought was like, this person's got it. This oh. one's going to go for it. And then they wake up, and they're like, so I have three bites on my butt. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I hate spider bites. Oh, yeah, yeah you should. You should. Oh. They're bad, bad. And then, of course, it does like pop up video, little info pops on the bottom. Like, this looks like a recluse Chilean spider. A recluse Chilean spider's venom is more venomous, like, per ounce or whatever than a rattlesnake or yeah, something well, like that.
1: Uh, also, though, the thing is... If you wake up in the morning and you look and you're like, oh, I think that was a brown recluse bite, chances are it's not because you woke up and you realized it was something. Yeah, yeah. A Chilean
0: recluse is not a brown recluse.
1: If you had actually been bit by a brown recluse, you'd already be dead. Yeah, no,
0: this is, <laughs> this is a Chilean one, which is quite different. Um, and uh, it, it's interesting. So it's different, but the same. Yeah. And it's also like uh winter is coming sort of thing. So that's another thing where it's like another, they're, you know, a lot of similar issues and whatnot. And it's a lot of watching people just chopping wood and then talking to the camera and then chopping wood and then sitting in their huts. It is interesting though to watch it in order how um in season one, all their like huts and lean-tos and stuff, not even huts, their lean-tos and tents were pretty, pretty rustic and mm-hmm. obviously like... uh uh, made on the fly and then half the people were gone within the first week alright I think people see in season one like each time a season comes out people get more and more knowledge of what to do so by season three almost every contestant has like a three or four walled structured fucking <laughs> thing that they've made they cut down all the trees and bamboo they've lashed things together you know uh, well, in- insulation with the, with the, like, they be, they go so far beyond what was happening in season one.
1: Well, it's because they've watched two seasons yes. on television and been like, okay, so this is what you don't do.
0: Yes, this is what you don't do, this is what you can do, this is what you do. do. It's interesting. And <laughs> I said do-do, just like do-do. One guy was like, I found this toilet. No, he's like, I found the tree, a tree with a... <laughs> It was, like, at waist high, and the way the root bent perfect. around, he's like, I'm going to put some moss right here. I found, me, I found me a toilet. That dude quit, like, two days later. He's like, I miss my wife. <laughs> the weirdest thing, Drew, is on almost all these seasons, the people who seem the most equipped that, like, do a lot of building, and they find, they like, I need this, and I can make it. I'm making it happen. They're all the ones who are like, I have completely dominated this environment. And they sit there for a second, and they're like... I miss my family, and then they all quit and leave. Like I've proven it to myself that I can do this, but you didn't make five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and then the dude that wins is a guy who's like barely hanging on, barely getting fed. But he's the one
1: who survived he's, all well, the way to the end. He's the one
0: who wanted that money the most. Yep. And then even when they came to get him, uh, in the first two seasons, anyway, the way they tell the winners they won is they let them know, like, "Hey, we're just coming out for a routine medical exam," which yeah. I guess they do. I'm well, sure they all do they, out there, they, right? They, for insurance purposes and shit like that. If somebody died on one of those exactly, shows, Exactly, right? They did seven seasons, so I'm assuming all these people have lived. Oh, at least up to season
1: seven. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I have
0: not checked on production news for alone. And uh, so they go to them for their routine, and then, like, and the season two person, they're like, uh, So, how are you feeling? You're doing all right? And the whole time, like on the show, when he's talking to the camera, he's like, "It's so hard out here. I miss my family. Like, I want to do this for them, but I'm so tired." Blah blah. And then when they talk to him, like, can he keep going? He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm ready. Let's keep let's keep doing it." He's the last one. He's like, "Let's go. Let's keep doing it." Um, and then his wife. That's how they tell him. Then his wife just like pops up out of the. What? and then he uh, fuck you and and then he starts crying oh that's also very manipulative where they take these people and they separate them from their loved ones for months and then to tell them that they won they bring their loved ones to them
1: uh, with no knowledge or anything. With no
0: knowledge, and then they filmed their reaction. Yeah. That's so exploitive. I love it.
1: 100%. It's, a, I, it's, it's emotional exploitation.
0: Yes, it's great. It's yeah. great. These people, uh, I mean, fuck them. They just want they, half, they half know, a million dollars. Fuck them. I want to see them cry. They know good television. They do. Oh, and then watch them lose weight too. Maybe I should uh, mm. go spend a couple months out in the woods. I mean,
1: yeah, uh, you know, 60 days of malnourishment,
0: you'll definitely lose some weight. I don't got to go to the woods to do that. I just like. Keep an empty fridge at home. Nah, no, I'm too weak. No, I'd be yeah. ordering Shake Shack uh-huh. that night. Exactly. I need two chicken shacks, <laughs> a double smoke shack, and a chocolate and a co- chocolate choc- concrete. Chocolate, chocolate, <laughs> concrete, chocolate <laughs> concrete, please. Uh, I want diarrhea tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird how the. And then when you watch like multiple seasons, you start seeing the pattern sooner the way they edit it. If someone like starts wading towards the water, uh, and then it says at the bottom water temperature 42 degrees. Chances are that person's falling in the water. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they're letting you know they're sending you yeah. up pretty good. Duh. And also, they edit the way they edit the show. They do some of these contestants dirty, dirty. Like they will have them. Uh, talking about, like, I can't let this happen, and then immediately cut to them, like, letting that thing happen.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, the the other side is turning assholes into clean clean. I mean, I know the editor of American Pickers. That's true. And apparently the dude with the beard is a
0: cocksucker. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if you know that information that they're trying to edit around him being a dick they, to everyone... They
1: did for however many seasons he worked on the show.
0: I mean when you watch a show you're like oh yeah they are cutting around this guy pretty weird <laughs> huh. you can you can see it it's really because yeah, yeah. those guys were like childhood friends that's I'm why sure. that's the only reason yeah. he's on TV because it's, uh, it's a tall skinny guy show yeah and he's bringing his buddy with him and his buddy's like alright asshole and then, they, <laughs> and then they just cut out the asshole part look they're friends uh, yeah they probably do the same thing with some of these people for sure and also for some reason this season it took the I'm like pretty far in it took a while for me to even give a fuck about any of the contestants in the, the other seasons like i kind of like this guy this one took forever for me to give a fuck it's like these people all suck yeah they all well, suck. most people do yeah yeah
1: that's true at least the nice
0: ones swallow oh are you nice out there hit us up on twitter <laughs> hashtag hey guys i am no. hit us on twitter hey guys hashtag i'm nice or <laughs> hashtag i'm i suck but so that's the okay. <laughs> kind guys don't tweet us. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, leave us alone. Bunch of dirty weirdos. Um. So that that's that's it. I'm enjoying alone. Hopefully season four is not another Patagonia season. I'll probably skip it. I guarantee you it is. Then I'm going to jump to season five. I want to get to the Arctic. I know there's an Arctic oh. season I want to get to. That seems brutal. No, thank you. Brutal. Man, this one guy, he he caught a fish, cut it open, and he was like, oh, this one's pregnant, and then just pulled out the egg sac and ate it. Oh, well, yeah. I was like, damn, that It sucks fish roe it's delicious that's the protein fuck delicious that's the protein Chris fresh caviar no thank you literally fresh caviar no I don't want it yeah I don't want it that's what caviar is I don't even want jarred caviar what do I want fresh caviar for it's It's even fishier then he gets another one this one's a male pulls out the sperm sack what do you think he does with that eats it it. And then it says right on the bottom in Japan this is called like Uh sakura Uh or something Uh it's a delicacy Mm -hmm. I'm like what people paying money yeah for them fish spermies good money Good money for gross fish spermies. And then when he pulled out that sperm sack, everything. And does it look like what are, oh, it looks like? It. Mm-hmm. it looks like it. Looks like that fish stopped uh, at Mr. Marcus's place on the way over. And, Hi, yo. And is he still. Isn't that guy dead? <laughs> I think that's an old Probably. reference. I think that's an old. <laughs> Sorry, guys, for the old porn reference. I'm not up to <sighs> date. I'm a, I'm a male porn star. I'm not, uh, just not paying attention. And then this other guy is uh, in prison. Who's What's his name? Nacho. Does Nacho dude. You hear about that guy? Nope. Who killed someone. Obviously a mistake, but uh, someone died when he was leading a ayahuasca ceremony.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, he was doing, doing like a spiritual retreat type of thing yeah, that, he, yeah. that he's led before uh-huh. and put uh, some, someone died some on some his
1: watch. Out and did something dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: On the show alone, season two and season three, two contestants separately did their own little like sweat lodge things for similar reasons. They'd oh. be like, I want to determine if I still need to be out here, but I need I need guidance. So they Constructed tiny little uh, smokehouse sweat lodges and smoked themselves out. These people are weird, man.
1: Yeah, dehydration is not a good way to alter your consciousness. That's what they did, though.
0: No, that's. Oh man! And then I can't believe this didn't happen in season one, but in seasons two and three, people went home due to X accidents. Ha! <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Various axe accidents Mm -hmm. happen on the show. I'm like, thank God. I'm surprised it happened in season one that someone legit got hurt. Uh, And then someone in season two, uh, every season people are are making crafts, water crafts, canoes and shit, and like some of them more elaborate than I feel like they need to be. At least one of them ended up tipping over completely in the water. And then uh, they were so cold that they were just like, in shock just frozen in place just pulled out their sat phone hit the button to to tap out and then just stood there in the water waiting for the boat to come get him to even get out of the water nope it's like fuck this mm-hmm. it's a tough show yeah it's a tough show sounds like it it's fun good times that's my media diet for the week cool what do you got
1: uh, I watched uh, the Tiger documentary on HBO. Oh, the two-parter? Yeah, the two-parter. How long is that? Uh, each of them... Were, first one's an hour and a half. Second one's an hour 45. Wow. So it's two full-length movies. That's damn epic. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it must have had Tiger's nod because he's in it at the end.
0: Oh, shit. Like being interviewed?
1: Yep. Just him. Because, you know, obviously he's divorced. Yeah. doesn't see his kids that much. They yep. said the other. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, It's it's it is very truthful and matter-of-fact. There okay. is... There's no angle, no There's, commentary. There, I mean, there. Uh, yes and no, but it's whatever commentary that y- you're giving it. Okay. So it it it's, it seemed like it just seemed very objective. Okay. And, and it's kind of up to you to make the decision on. Whether the things he did was wrong and this that the other and blah blah blah, because I mean he's still fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah,
0: the morality of his actions and things happening around him. Did you learn anything? Because I mean, I
1: did actually. Because I mean, I, kn- I knew, I knew Tiger Woods, but yeah. I wasn't not like- personally. But- well, no, exactly. But I, I, I knew the major beats of some of the stories right. I didn't there were some things that I completely forgot like mm. him winning the Masters with a fucking broken leg completely yeah. forgot about that yeah, shit yeah that was amazing <laughs> and it was like
0: a playoff round yeah. or whatever no, yeah, it, I, no, I remember watching no, that it
1: was the finals his yeah. leg was fucking he had he had two spiral fractures Ugh. and he played 18 like it's yeah Amazing.
0: He's he's crazy.
1: <clears throat> well, no, exactly. But, but it goes into his psychology and this, that, the other, and it just it's a more in-depth look at his kind of entire career. Mm-hmm. Started. I mean, I only knew up like from a point to a point. I didn't know anything before, mm-hmm. or like I had no idea he was a three-time amateur champion. Oh, like yeah. like he won the amateur championship three times in a row before he went pro.
0: Makes sense. Which right?
1: was like like no one had ever done that before. Yeah.
0: So but he's he was a wonderkind. Because no. his dad was making him, uh, well, no, it was like he like he was on, at the age of like two. Yeah, exactly. On like the the Bob Hope show. So yeah, exactly. So pushing like, the fame part of it yeah. early. So
1: there were some things that I didn't know, some things I did, and then there's the interpersonal stuff, which is which I really didn't know because I didn't I didn't pay any attention to the tabloids yeah, or yeah. you know uh, you know. Entertainment Weekly or any of that
0: bullshit. When so, it all, so all the stuff about the so, cheating and all the different. Well, the, the Denny's girl, and, the,
1: the Denny's girl, and that stuff I knew because that was almost mainstream yes. media. Yeah. But like, what ha- Like, they talked to his high school girlfriend. Oh wow! So there's some information there wow. that lets you know why other things happen. Interesting. In this, that, the other, so Interesting. yeah.
0: Did it get into his or did it talk about substantiate the rumor that uh, much of his back problems stem from him doing um, what do you call it? The uh, uh, jump in with uh, 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 like parachuters, like uh, army or uh, No, Scott. not really. I mean, they, they did allude that he
1: did do some like extreme sports. Yes. And he was into the parachuting and th- things of that nature. Yes. But in all reality, his back stuff. That was just from playing golf
0: since he was... Because of all the repetitive motion and yeah. swing his back, twisting his back, that yeah. makes sense. That's exactly what it was. Skydiving, doing multiple skydives I mean, with, the, with like Navy SEALs can't be That definitely helpful. didn't help. Yeah.
1: It, it, it probably exacerbated the situation. Yeah. But when you do that golf swing, Oof. however many times a day... As hard as he does However it. many years that he did... Yeah. It, uh, I mean, come on.
0: Trying to trying to murder that ball the, like every time. The
1: human body is not made for that.
0: That's very true. That's very true. So was it like well made, stylish? Oh, oh I mean, it's an HBO documentary. Yeah, Come on, HBO, dude. they know they're, <laughs> they're, they're they're on it.
1: Yeah, and they they actually got access to Tiger at the
0: end, so which is cool. That's yeah. really, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's good then. It was good. very good. Two thumbs up for two tigers. <laughs> two tigers on HBO. Don't look up two tigers. That's something else. No, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a yeah. that's a Thailand uh, yeah. porno, porno. Actually, uh, if you're looking for Thai porn. I recommend Two Tires. What else you got for me?
1: I uh, also watched what I think it's called Making of a Crime Scene, The Mystery of the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yes, I've... Uh, about uh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the uh, Elisa Lam story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just the entirety of the story. From beginning to end, All it goes from the news reporting to the internet sleuthing to the actual police work to the this, that, the other. And...
0: Does it, it, a story I have a conclusion? Yeah. They did find the girl? Yeah. Okay. They found her in the water tower. Why? She was in the water tower. The thing, the, the problem was...
1: No, the problem was the original story, and there was never any news thing to back it all up afterwards. Yeah. The original story said that the lid was closed. Yeah, When the police... When the maintenance worker found her, it was open. Okay. So everyone was like, murder, murder, murder. How can you put a 20 pound thing in there? she was she was bipolar she was off her meds. she had a manic episode she- some for whatever reason she decided that was the place to be and fucking drowned man sad. but there's you know between the internet and the this and the that like it's a whole cultural phenomenon that and besides it that happening at the Cecil hotel mm-hmm. like that's where the night stalker lived for a while mm-hmm. like it it was it's pretty much in the middle of skid Row like. Is all these contributing factors yeah. to what happened to this. It was basically the wrong girl at the wrong place at the wrong time off her meds.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So, so it's uh, a couple episodes?
1: Four 54-minute episodes. Oh, wow. it's quite a bit. But it's it's one of these new 2020 Netflix documentaries. That mm. The production value is there. The sure. cinematic value is there. It's
0: all... It sucks you in. It was that a pretty quick pace and stuff like that. No, exactly. That? Yeah. Dude,
1: four hours went by like that.
0: They know how to make these damn things they to, keep, to keep you watching. They know what they're doing. Those sons of bitches. Making of a crime scene, The Cecil Hotel. I think that's what it's called. All right, so. It's on Netflix. It's like number one this week.
1: So. I can't, if you haven't watched it yet, then you're not... You
0: know, then you're not paying attention mm-hmm. or you're too busy watching Shit's Creek I'm watching or that. Bridgerton I'm still watching Shit's Creek because apparently the world loves Bridgerton world loves Bridgerton they love it so much they want that young man to be the next James Bond already that's how much they love Bridgerton
1: but I mean whatever I mean hey, if, he fucks, is, is if he, he
0: fucks good sure <laughs> is he English is he attractive he's an attractive English black man for sure he is what Why I not? just we wanted I just oh well he's too old now so now we have this Bridgerton man he's okay. fantastic Sure. And like I said, he fucks. Oh, those he fuck. I mean, as long as he
1: can also shoot a gun.
0: Then, Listen, yeah. If our 007 can't shoot a gun, if he can't fuck, I don't want him. Well, I mean. At they, least he needs to be able he, to believe that he's these not things. 007. Exactly. He has to be able to fucking shoot. That's pretty much the only two requirements for being 007 is to be able to fucking shoot a gun. You want to be a 007? Can <laughs> you, you want to be a 007, young man? Can you shoot a gun? Can you fuck? Can or you them, fuck well? Can you fuck well? Prove <laughs> it. Prove it. First, here's a gun. <laughs> Blow my brains out. <laughs>
1: And then blow my brain down.
0: And then blow my brain down, you. young man. And then you'll be a 007 agent working for his majesty's secret service over oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, boy. 007, my butt. Um, That's for the uh, the MI6 fetishists out there. Okay.
1: I thought we were easing into a crisp Boudyce After Dark episode yeah it's a little earlier for
0: that in the day still but I am just trying to appeal, appeal to all segments of the audience it might take me time to get to everyone mm-hmm. but this one is for sure for those uh, MI6 fetishes in Wolverhampton <laughs> <laughs> and South Bedfordshire, Shire East staines Massive Big ups. <laughs> what else you got for me that's it okay All right, Tiger on HBO and make it of a crime scene. That's all good stuff. Um, We're right at the middle of the show here. That works out great. So we're going to take a break. We're going to be back. We have one comment in the Facebook group. We have two emails, I believe, to read. And then I have way too many stories to try to squeeze into the rest of the show. All right. So we're going to make it happen right after this. 76 days into the Biden occupancy <laughs> <laughs> Rust and piss Rush Limbaugh's dead uh, It's been a while since a piece of shit has died that has made everyone feel good I mean, about it? their death I mean, most people—people people with a conscience. Okay. It's funny how it's actually people with morals and a conscience are the ones who feel good about this the yeah. death of this person.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he's the uh, like—he's the original internet troll. Like he was trolling people before trolling people was a thing.
0: Yeah, it was him. That other Don Imus fuck. he—he yeah. he,
1: he is the pre-troll so troll.
0: Yeah, man. God, what a piece of shit. Um, I don't think I'm offending a single listener. <laughs> By saying that, I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to the show is on on board with us when we say that he offered no good to the world whatsoever.
1: And if you are offended, go fuck yourself. Yeah, seriously, go fuck yourself. (laughs) He's Rush
0: Limbaugh. He sucks. He sucks. sucks. He's dead. Fuck him. So, um, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Drew reminded me that. I should bring that up. CinemaCrossPanice.gmail.com
1: Goddamn libtard cucks.
0: Yes, libtard cucks. It's libtard cucks. to going to take over. Meanwhile... Uh, the republicans who are like we don't want government telling us what to do and and taking control shit republicans in florida want to um regulate the potency of marijuana in in medical marijuana in florida Mm -hmm. and they want to limit how strong it can be meaning then people would have to buy more product and ingest more product to get the same effects uh gee i wonder Mm -hmm. who that helps Forcing them to, force people to spend more money to get what they need. I wonder who, who, who's who's donating to these people that benefits. So Republicans are trash. Trash, trash people. I hate them all. They're the worst. Crazy how uh, it's the Christians who, since childhood, have been told that you must believe um, in what we tell you on faith. No evidence needed. And if you even ask for evidence, that means you're questioning God and you're questioning that no. your faith is slipping. You're no. not a good Christian if you no. even question this shit, right? No. Um, isn't it strange that those are the same people that then go on to believe, oh, yeah, election fraud, that happened. Yeah, Do you no, need evidence? I mean, no. It, it, I believe I mean, in it. I'm pretty sure Gandhi said it best
1: when he said it's. Someone a- got a sandwich? no it, it, it's amazing how them. unlike Christ
0: most of these Christians are it's interesting isn't it very interesting no. that the, the lacking of of Christ-like behavior amongst the mm-hmm. the Christian Orthodoxy no. uh, this is talking politics, politics. Uh we just, you know, talking politics <laughs> real quick and we're saying isn't it weird? We're not saying anything bad, we're saying isn't it
1: weird? Just asking wait, questions. Wait, wait a minute. Just Re- asking questions. Wait a minute. Religious hypocrisy? No. No. No.
0: No. no. Uh, this episode brought to you by the Flying Spaghetti Monster, by the Flying Spaghetti Monster's money lending table <laughs> at the temple. Just come down to the money lending table at the temple for the Flying Spaghetti Monster for your ten percent discount off this week's tithe. Ten percent off ten percent. That's right. Thanks to the Flying Spaghetti Monster. I'm getting pretty good at these ads. Yeah, man. We were all we, we were all made by a sacred touch of his noodly appendage. Ooh. <laughs> Show me on the doll where his newly appended touched you. <laughs> <laughs> here kind of all over and here, here and here. here's so at gmail.com. Email us and we shall read it on the show. Uh Drush Cochran's gonna pull that up here. Uh when he does so he will read it and then we will respond in a way that will either make you feel validated or stupid. <clears throat> We got an email from Nick, Hard at Work Nick. What up? Hard at Work Nick. Hall. That's Hall Nick. Hall Nick and Hall Matt. Hey, just
1: curious where you guys land on the Terminator franchise. Being fans of James Cameron, I imagine your enjoyment of the movies ends with Judgment Day. Are there any of the other films in this series you enjoy? Mm. I just watched Dark Fate and I was actually quite impressed. Mm. Thanks, guys. Hard at Work Nick. Oh Nick,
0: so, <clears throat> which one is Dark Fate? Dark Fate is the most recent one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you are at work, Nick, you but have that, a terrible taste in movies. I mean, I don't know. It's still compared to compared Genesis. To, well, I mean, that's, Gen- that's the one with Jai e. Courtney and, Genesis, and Amelia
1: Clark. Genesis is a
0: hunk of shit. That is a
1: turd of a movie. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like I think I, that's I mean, the worst it, of all. It, of in them. In all reality, there's Terminator. There's Judgment Day. And somewhere down the road, there is Salvation. Okay. The
0: the McGee film. Only with Christian Bale.
1: Only because Christian Bale plays a really good
0: adult John Connor sure yeah
1: and uh, that's really about
0: it and also that's where we now get the audio of him yelling at the mm-hmm. director of photography for wow. getting in his shot yeah. in his eyeline during yeah, a yeah. scene yeah. and he's like duh, de, duh, de, duh. just walking around yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it's good audio yeah exactly it's, it's pretty funny so b- besides uh, those three movies as far as I'm concerned it is you toss the rest garbage. okay here we go I'll give you my rundown um, obviously Terminator Terminator 2 yeah I'm gonna, be gonna do. those are two of the greatest duh. movies ever made um, I mean, Terminator
1: 2 Judgment Day is quite possibly like one of the 10 best I mean, films of all time. It's
0: a Godfather 2 of Terminator movies. Come on. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, and we did a whole episode on Terminator for our Patreon.com slash Crest So last October. You can check that out, people, if you want. I'm sure Nick already has because he's a patron. Thank you, Nick. We appreciate it. Haul, Nick. Hall, Matt. I just, I just like saying Hall. Mm-hmm. hall. They, need, they need to do a sister show where the initials are H-E-E. Uh, instead of hard at work, it's hard-eaten eggs. Hee-haw. And then there's the hee-haw. Hee-haw, Matt, hee-haw, Nick. Guys, you can have that for free. (laughs) So um, Rise of the Machines, the third one. Jonathan Mostel, the guy who made the movie Breakdown. like Mm -hmm. He's a decent director. Mm -hmm. And the truck car chase scene that happens like uh, 20, 25 minutes in is great. Very destructive. Very over the top. And some of the violence in the movie is really good. And I like that the movie ends with John Connor um, essentially being tricked into uh, going into a bunker as the world ended around yeah. him so that mm-hmm. he could be yeah. alive for the future war. But that's the
1: one with... Uh, that's Nick Stahl's Stahl. yes, yeah,
0: And the Terminatrix. Yes. Uh, Kristen, Kristen, lock Lock something. Um, so it has things about it. It's like, eh, it's okay. And it's more straightforward than the subsequent Terminator movies in terms of story and timeline and style, which makes it sort of... It feels more in line with the older Terminator stuff, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It's not good, but also uh, Arnold was only 50, 51 at that time. Yeah. So Just didn't have to do any weird CG bullshit mm-mm. to him. No, nah, no. Nah, he looked good. He and, and then he got like in super shape at that time. Uh, incredible shape. I remember being in a full theater because that movie was a hit. It was such a hit. Uh, I was in a full theater opening weekend, and then there's a customary I've traveled back in time and now I'm here nude. I'm a nude man. Uh, like he stands up and he sees his body, and people in the theater were like, you could hear them all going, damn, damn, look at that. He's ripped the whole place. Yeah. God damn, look at Arnold looking amazing. Everyone um, was just, because that it was, it was right before he became governor. It's right before he became governor. And so I like that. I like in Salvation. I like the uh, In the beginning I like Anton Yelkin's Michael Bean impression I like uh,
1: I like the I I like the human robots Yes Yes I like the
0: robots (laughs) The the dudes in rubber suits Playing robots Yeah the T600s I like that And I like um, And then some of the action's fine Like McGee's an okay action director uh, I did not like the CG Arnold at the end. I thought that was yeah, no, that was awful. And I didn't like that the marketing gave the big reveal, which is that the Sam Worthington character is a Terminator the whole time. They gave that away in the marketing, and that's like a, it's a twist that, in the movie. The Sam Worthington part is the worst part of Salvation, and he's also the worst part. Of the <laughs> There's a weird history of the Terminator movies giving away twists in the marketing. So T2, if you watch the movie not knowing that the Terminator that Arnold was sent back to protect John Connor, if you only if you just watch Terminator. And then he right away put on Terminator 2 and you don't see the marketing and no one tells you the story. The way the story plays out for the first 10, 15 minutes, it looks like Arnold is there to kill John Connor. That he's the bad guy again and that Robert Patrick is the good guy. Uh, and then it's supposed to be a big reveal when he's like, get down, and he saves uh, him. Uh, but that's all in the marketing. You know. the, the, the marketing of the movie was, now the Terminator is a good guy. So they blew that twist on purpose. Um, t- Salvation, they blew the twist that Worthington's a Terminator you know. in the thing. In the marketing for Genesis, they blew the twist that John Connor is a nano you know, Terminator a nano thing, yeah. on the Poster, so
1: lame. <laughs> it's on the poster. That's what crazy. The worst movies I've ever seen. That, that's
0: a terrible, terrible film. So bad. Jai Courtney is movie poison. <laughs> uh, and uh and then a dark fade. Well, there really wasn't a twist in that movie, was there? The twist was that the Spanish girl was like, oh, "I'm the leader. It's not my baby." But you could see that coming from a mile away. Yeah. Sarah Connor was the last person in the room to to think that it was a pregnancy thing and not a. They've really they've gone far beyond just killing pregnant women since Terminator One. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> God damn it, Sarah Connor. Um, obviously, I have thoughts about the Terminator movies. So the uh, yeah, G- Genesis bad, 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 bad. Dark Fate decent step up. I like the what's his name Tim Miller. He does that goo animation so mm-hmm. good. I like the design of the the Terminator, the, the robot, and the, the 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 two Terminators that combine. I yeah. like I like that. I thought that was fine. And then what's her name? I think she's very good, Mackenzie Davis. Well, yeah, Mackenzie Davis is fine. I think but she's very I still, very good. I, I, Movie as a whole? Nah, Nah, I ain't going to see it ever again. (laughs) Never again. I saw it opening weekend. That's enough of my time and money and energy. Uh, but you know what? If they, if Arnold's like, yeah, we're doing another Terminator. It's going to be great. I'm watch James, it. C- James Cameron's on. Jim's on board. He's working on the script right if now. James is on board, I'm on board. Yeah. And, and, no yeah. matter how awful it ends up being. Exactly. And then we're gonna go see it. And we're like, this sucks, Arnold. He's like, I know, but we have another one coming. <laughs> fine. We're working I'll, on the seventh one. Fine. I'll see that one
1: too. But first, he, first he gotta see King Conan. The, the Terminator hasn't broken me down the way The Hobbit did. Where
0: I never watched the last one. Yeah. No desire. to. <laughs> I don't to. care at all. Ever. Exactly. Like, doesn't matter.
1: Isn't that weird? I was let down so many times. <laughs> it's so
0: weird. Like, okay, I'll give you another shot. It's definitely an abusive relationship we have with Terminator. Yeah. We were able to walk away from <laughs> Hobbit easy. Yeah. But Terminator, come back. I'm look. <laughs> eating is not cheating. Damn it, James. <laughs> yeah, especially when like the reverts have the rights have I've reverted, reverted back, back to, to James Cameron.
1: Ugh, that means potential. Potential to both be hurt and, <laughs> and disappointed. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> to get both. Motherfucker making a Terminator movie on the side while I was making Avatar 4 5 and 6 8 9 <laughs> <laughs> That son of a bitch Um Yeah so those are I guess those are Our terminator your thoughts You're terminated Also got an email from Scott What's up Scott How you mm. doing Scott now I want to terminate Your opinions
1: I have a problem With Rami Malik's face <laughs> The face was so perfectly awkward for his Mr. Robot role. Oh, yeah. And the face was quite sufficient, portraying the twink version of Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. That's very funny. There is no time to die. I haven't seen many trailers, but still, I look at the face and I think, yeah, that's definitely the face of a Bond villain. (laughs) So, will he ever be viable in a normal role? Can he ever be just a guy as he was supposed to be in the little things as much as the script set up jared leto as the obvious bad guy remy malik's own weird fucking face was during the exact same thing the whole time do you guys think remy malik will ever will ever have a so-called mainstream hollywood career or is he destined to play weirdos because of that face take care guys scott
0: interesting i also think maybe because he's shorter plays into it as well yeah. so he has that like Little guy energy going for him. That does work well for Mr. Robot, but maybe not for other stuff.
1: I mean, he does have that face. He's got a weird face. I get it. He's got an intense face. But if in the right movie... It's totally doable. Yeah, I mean, sure. I've seen plenty of weird-looking motherfuckers do great jobs in movies.
0: Yeah, we've seen Steve Buscemi get his handful on a have a fairly uh, mainstream career, like, like he does
1: exactly. And all and for some reason, every time I see him, all I can think of is Con Air and him wearing oh, some poor man. girl's head as a hat that's pretty through fu- three
0: states. That's pretty fuck-
1: <laughs> even though they don't even show it, <laughs> I can close my eyes and I can see that's it. It's pretty
0: fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's even more fucked up. But like, they don't have to show it to me. I can just imagine it weird looking fucking face with my brain um (laughs) Raimi Maggie could I feel like he has done a few movies like especially before Mr. Robot he's done some stuff where he's just been like the best friend or a side character but like a normal person but his face is so weird he does he does have have the face he does stand out he stands out in a crowd I think so that's an interesting question can he not play like Bond villains and exaggerated versions of real life characters and stuff I mean, if he makes good money, who cares if he is typecast his entire life? Yeah, that's true. If the money keeps rolling in, he keeps getting paid. And then people keep watching movies starring a guy named Rami Malek yeah. as opposed <laughs> to uh, another Chris. Goddamn Chris. I'm so sick of Chris's. They're all over the place. I'm done with them. We don't need another Chris in this world. You want Pratt? You want Pine? You want, you want Pratt? Pine? Hemsworth? <laughs> what do you want? You want, uh, what, what else we got? we got? Uh, uh,
1: I'm sure there are plenty of others, but I can't think of them right at this moment.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of these sons of bitches, idiots, uh, Evans. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Evans. They're all blonde, too. What the fuck? They're all a bunch of white, blonde Chrises. You know there are other Chris's out there. Chris Brown. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no, no. <laughs> wait, his last name poses a problem, Chris. Oh, and his last name, too. <laughs> wow, that works both ways. Goddamn it, Chris Brown. Woman beaten, motherfucker. <laughs> Piece of shit. Fuck you. Fuck you! We're we're hating a lot of people waiting on Chris Brown, waiting on Rush Limbaugh, who else need, who else needs hating on? You let us know. Uh text us uh one for yes, two for no, and we'll respond. <laughs> is that for, is that the email? Yeah, that was it. Oh that's it? Alright, thanks guy. We appreciate it. Yeah, right. That's a weird fucking face, bro. <laughs> I agree, that's a, a great email. Um I mentioned patreon.com slash Crespity, so right guys, go sign up. We just Well, actually, technically, we are finishing February Mm -hmm. this week. Yes, fantastic month of February. Had a lot of fun. And then uh, March will be kicking off with some good stuff, too. So, patreon.com slash crustbuddy. So, go check it out today. And uh, Facebook, if you are on Facebook, you really should get off it. Delete your account first. Delete your parents' account. And then delete the app, like, off their phones and off their computers and shit. So, they can't figure out how to bring it back. And then... Oh, and then also maybe even like get them hooked on TikTok to distract them, <laughs> because TikTok <laughs> is very addictive and will distract them, and they'll get less hate, more cat videos. Uh, that could be a good thing for all of us. Uh, also, follow us on TikTok, Cinema Crespidiso. The uh, if you're not going to quit Facebook, then join our Facebook group, Cinema Crespidiso. I put up a question comment thread that people can use. Oftentimes, it does get used, like this. Gabe gets at us. What up, Gabe? Four two four looks like eight two four.
1: So, top ten performances in an eight two four movie. Your
0: answers, your answers will be great. Oh Jesus! You gotta remember first eight two four movies and then performances. What are we talking? We got a Adam I mean, Sandler, Nutka, Jim. I mean, I mean, luckily I have the eight two four filmography. Right? Oh, that of helps me, very so much. Helps very much. I have a good
1: top ten. I don't know about you. Oh, all right, let's hear it. Let's hear it, and I'll grade it. Well, I mean, we've got. Uh, I, I mean, for me, we're gonna go with Jake Gyllenhaal and Enemy.
0: Yes, that's a fantastic that movie. movie is very weird movie. Fucking bonkers. And he, and he gets to do two roles, very different roles. Uh-huh. Yeah, two Jake Hall performances yeah. in one movie, one Denis Villeneuve film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good choice. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. okay. Uh, I'm gonna and uh, uh, I'm also gonna go with. Uh, What's-her-face? Uh, Scarlett Johansson yes. in
0: Under the Skin. Yes, fantastic raw performance from her. Weird, uh,
1: so understated. I mean, she barely does anything, but... It's a difficult role to yeah, do what she had to do. Exactly. So... Especially
0: because at the end, she had to portray an alien being who was feeling human emotions for the first time. That's a weird, weird mm. thing to do, man. Yeah. I think she's pretty underrated. You no. Weirdly. She's very popular, but underrated as an uh, actress. Number three, Tom Hardy
1: in luck
0: okay because yes, 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 yes. I mean is that because Bronson is not an 824 movie Bro-
1: well no uh, I, think I think it's I because 824 was it's, around then I it, think. it's the first time that I watched a, a movie about a man talking on the telephone while driving his car I was completely enthralled the whole yeah, time
0: it's a bottle movie that works those are hard to do <sighs> those are hard to do single location single character yeah. movies like that not necessarily single character but you only see one character yeah that's yeah, tough so that's tough okay. that's three okay
1: uh, we're gonna go. Four is gonna be uh uh Oscar Isaac in ex Machina. Yes.
0: Strictly for probably the, the yes. disco dance scene. G- great great disco dancing. He's fantastic in that. Uh yeah. A great choice. Great choices so far. I'm into all of this.
1: Uh number four is gonna be uh Wait that was number four. Wait, that was okay, this is number five then? Number five. Okay, uh Unintell our joy in The Witch. Yes. Because this is the first time I was introduced to her. That was, that was a first big First time I was introduced to Mr. Eggers. Yes. Uh, big debut. Fucking bonkers. Big debut what energy. In the absolute fuck.
0: That's some BDE. Big debut energy. Okay. All right. That's number five. Give me number six. Number six. Daniel Radcliffe in Swiss Army Man. Oh, yeah. That is great. He played really a great corpse. <laughs>
1: Magical Farting Corpse Magical
0: Farting Corpse yeah, Harry yeah.
1: Potter is a Magical Farting Corpse and I couldn't be more enthralled Yeah, he was fantastic I mean, in that It's, it's, what, it's, it's him and uh, Paul, Donald Paul
0: Dano Oh, Paul Dano, Paul yes Paul Dano, yeah, yeah Paul Dano so, Another pretty underrated actor yeah. who's about to have his moment as the Riddler in The Batman mm-hmm. Okay, alright, so that's six Give me a seven seven so eight. We need four more, four seven, more. Uh, four I already more. have I already have hang on, hang on, two in my on, brain. Hang
1: on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Four more, four I, more. I have two four, in my brain that four more. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, what's his face? Uh Love Car Country.
0: Um, Jonathan
1: Majors. Boom. Lost Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, he is
0: fantastic. First time
1: I ever saw him, was impressed with him, and yeah. he has gone to exceed my expectations. Yeah. He's going to do so many so, different things. I
0: was like, man, they really found a weirdo to play this role. And it so, no, he was actually just acting.
1: Yeah. He was exactly. acting like he, a weirdo. He's actually really
0: fucking good. He's actually just a good actor. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Okay. okay. Surprisingly enough. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. After that, so that's, I, I, that's, I, he, I need three more. Yeah. So obviously Adam Sandler on cut chance okay that's one of the two I was thinking of yes yes very good very good holy
0: fuck god damn it reminding us that Adam Sandler is a talent can act
1: he's a talent yeah he can actually he can act when he wants to he doesn't have to make piece of shit movies he doesn't have to he chooses
0: to make piece of shit movies because they are easy and they make money Okay, so that's one of the two. Give me uh-huh. two more.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with not, well, a, not a two. More. I mean, huh, so we're we gonna give me two. You're gonna give me two of the same guy. Well, it's gonna be three of the same guy actually. Ooh, okay, okay. All right. So we're gonna have uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, from from the Lighthouse. Yes. Uh, what else? It, it, high Rise, the, High Life, the, High Life. The, the Lighthouse, High Life, and the good Rover. Time. What about Good Times? Was Good Time in a Fuck yeah. Was it? Yeah. On the list. It's, not on, the list, it's not on the list. It's on the list. It's on the list. But the rover is the rover's So good. Yeah. He What's played, that guy's name? David Michaud. I don't know. but the name of the director? He played a fucking waterhead in that movie, and I was convinced <laughs> he that he was a waterhead. Yeah, he
0: did. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty fucking. Like, up.
1: man, you play a really good
0: dummy. He's fan. He is absolutely fantastic in uh, in all of those movies. Why? Why is he so good? And why are we just getting to this now? I know, right? You know, we're all, we're all so slow on the uptake with this. Uh, Oh, no. Good times there. Never mind. I, I missed it. Good times there? Yeah, it is there. So that he has four. Four, four fucking performances. Four, two, four performances. That is, that is crazy.
1: Man, how did Robert Pattinson go for I guess he's just trying to do equal art house and Twilight. Well, he got that Twilight <laughs> money.
0: Yeah. So he can do All, the art house movies. Allowed him to slum it in the art house world for a decade. Yeah. And it's and it's paying and off. Fucking.
1: Kiss. I cannot believe I'm a fan of Robert Pattinson. You
0: are a hardcore fan. You love him. I like, do. You love him so much. I, do. I guess I'm Team Edward, right? That would make you Team Edward. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want you don't, you to be Team Jacob. <laughs> Yo, team J- Jacob's an interloper. He sucks. No one wants to be Team Jacob. He's a piece of shit. And then yeah.
1: last, but certainly not least, Sir Patrick Stewart.
0: Green Room.
1: All right. Fantastic. Playing the creepy ass white supremacist villain. It's like,
0: fucking Professor X is racist. What the hell is going on here? I feel like I feel like that's an unassailable top 10. Yeah. Unassailable. I think that's great.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what? As a possible entry sure, sure. Nomination. To, a, to a movie that I have not even seen yet.
0: Honorable mention.
1: Dev Patel and the Green Knight. Oh, Every yeah. time I see yeah. that fucking trailer, I'm like, I need to see this goddamn movie. Yeah, David Just fucking let, let David me Lowry's watch this fucking night, movie.
0: Which they keep pushing for a theatrical release, so they want people to see it in theaters. I know. Uh, I'm, pumped. I'm pumped for that. So, Okay. Fantastic list. 824. Fantastic list. 824. Doing it again. Thank you, 824. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Gabe, for your question. I appreciate it. All right, let's see here. Uh, I got my email. So where did my... I just had it, and now it's gone. Did I delete it by accident? You deleted it. Oh, well, the episode... Um, all right, let's see here. I got... Oh, these are a lot of stories, Then not a lot of times. So Dr. Cogburn, I think I have about a, a little over a minute per story. Burn through him, buddy. Bam Margera drops F-bombs over being excluded. From Jackass 4. Don't care. On to the next one. Jackass 4 could include Bam Margera, after all. So, don't care. On to the next one. <laughs> you don't care? You're not interested in seeing these 40 to 50-year-old men? 40, year old what? 40, year old men. their bodies for our entertainment.
1: Ex-drug addicts and losers destroying their bodies. No, it's not. It, it, at this point in time, like when they were in their 20s, it was funny. Now it's just
0: sad. It's not just that they were in their 20s. You were also Like I said, twenty. It, now it's just sad. Now you're... Almost forty, non, and uh, they're in their mid to late mid forties, uh, almost fifty. Like I said, now it's just sad. Margera is uh, really dealing with uh, alcoholism, some alcoholism issues, and that was yeah. seeming gonna keep him from being in the movie. But then he was getting really uh, uh, loud about it on the internets, oh. and then he put another post saying, "No, we worked it out. It's gonna be okay." So he's gonna be doing something with him. I don't. Know. It's it's an interesting production because it has not been smooth. Even for for a jackass production, it has not gone smoothly at all for them. So, will it even be worth it? No. The Predator is (laughs) coming to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, Not in terms of story setting, but in terms of shooting. Okay. So, they're making another Predator movie. We've (sighs) talked about this before. And it's directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did the 10 Cloverfield Lane Mm -hmm. movie. And... um, this is from avpgalaxy.net okay so they just follow track and gather all alien and predator news is this accurate grain of salt it's a grain of salt alert guys but here is the possible um plot synopsis for the next Predator movie. The story will follow Key, a Comanche woman who goes against gender norms and traditions to become a warrior many years ago. The Comanche people had a well defined society and gender norms. Key is a very close to her younger brother, who is being groomed as a leader. The, the, in the Comanche way, the truth teller, the, the, the tomboy, that when danger threatens them all, parentheses, predators. Key sets out to prove that she is capable as any young warrior. So, Indian uh, Comanche versus Predator. I mean, maybe? It could be brutal could, as fuck. Could be, I mean, if they go R-rated, which they should. It could be very violent, very cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there could be lots of stone axe violence. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> lots of hacking weapons yeah. and, and poking weapons uh-huh. and stuff. yeah. But then what do they do when they come across a laser guy? Uh, laser space strip uh, man. I mean, I'm sure plenty of them die. <laughs> oh <Holy. laughs> they better. Um... Uh, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 7 and 8 Mm -hmm. were being filmed back to back, but Mm -hmm. production has stopped and Mission Impossible 8 will be picked up later because um, Paramount, who's producing that, wants Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise also needs to do this as a producer needs to hit the um, the media circuit to start promoting Top Gun, Personally, Maverick. Yeah. No, oh, well, yeah, 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 no. because
1: that got pushed back so much. Yes,
0: and now that's coming out um, July, no. and it's looking like that could be one of the first... Well, some movies are still scheduled for May, but I feel like Tom Cruise absolutely does not want to move this July release date, and he wants to be part of, like, the resurgence of movies in North America. Mm. And uh, so that says a lot about Paramount's commitment to that release date of the July release date that they're just going to stop production entirely on Mission Impossible 8, finish 7 post-production while Tom Cruise goes out there and uh, does the Dog and Pony show. Mm -hmm. So, Top Gun Maverick, July, in theaters, in theaters only. Paramount doesn't want to do any sort of day and date or streaming type thing. We'll see how it all works out. Uh, Exactly. The new Three Musketeers movie in the works in France. Why? You want to know Why? public domain Ain't no one got to pay. We we can make a Three Musketeers movie tomorrow Why? Because we don't have to pay for the rights so we can make D'Artagnan begins Uh, So uh, let's see we got here, uh, it'll be starring Vincent Cassell and Eva Green and it'll be a two part adaptation
1: I mean I like Vincent Cassell I I like Eva Green Yeah this movie's going to be
0: garbage. It's going to be the three, the three Musketeers, D'Artagnan, and then The Three Musketeers, Milady. Ugh. I've never been a fan of The Three Musketeers, ever. I like sword fighting in movies, too. Uh, Princess Bride, one of my favorite parts, is always like the sword fighting mm-hmm. stuff. But Three Musketeers have never done it for me. Yeah, no. I don't know why, either. I can't mm-hmm. tell. I don't even know what's their deal. They're... What's a musketeer? They're French
1: royalists
0: during the time of revolution. Which means what exactly? They were the bad guys. They, they were fighting for the, the power structure. Uh-huh. They're the agents of the state. Yes. So uh, why are we
1: cheering think, them on? Think dread Middle Ages. Dread
0: Middle Ages, but way less cool. Well, depends on your point of view. My point of view is of the oppressed people fighting to bring down the, the rich. Yeah, uh... then
1: you don't like the musketeers.
0: Fuck the musketeers. <laughs> Fuck them. Why does Alexander Dumont like him so much? Why do you like him so much? Um, okay, let's see. Next story. Here we go. And, uh, oh, the, uh, somehow, do you remember the, all the Jared Leto stories about uh, about him from... Going full on Joker? Yes. Yes. There was, like, the story about apparently he sent... Uh, the dead animals and
1: the heads and the this and the that and the general weirdness. Yep,
0: so Leto well, has decided to bring that up. Well, someone brought that up. It came up again. GQ. Interview with GQ. Here's Jared Leto. It's interesting how this stuff all takes on a life of its own. I never gave Margot Robbie a dead rat. That's just not true. I actually gave her... I found this place in Toronto that had great vegan cinnamon buns, and that was a very common thing. So we brought cinnamon buns to the set a lot. Um, If you go back and look at stories from the time, Cogburn, it is a case of telephone, where the original stories all clearly say... Jared Leto gave Margot Robbie a pet rat. A live, living, from the pet store, clean pet rat. Uh but over the years it become he sent her a dead rat and Will Smith a used condom mm-hmm. and uh and a pig's head to, to all these people. Um he did send him bullets to to Will Smith. That's pretty funny. That's mm-hmm. just that's just funny. Yeah. Weird how that shit like it just changes. He never sent her a dead rat. And then also weird how we just ignore that he has, like, a cult. <laughs> I mean... A cu- and he has an island full of people that follow him to an island, and they all wear white and follow him around like he's a... a- uh, space Jesus. Well, that's
1: what happens when you're both a movie star and an alternative rock god. And also, and- yeah, I don't know, how, <laughs> I, I do
0: not know how he got through the Me Too movement, not getting Me too because there are stories out there about his audience is like underage yeah. uh, often, uh, sure. teenage girls yeah. and he take, has allegedly the stories are that he has taken advantage of that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he hasn't gotten Me too We really are selective with that shit, you know what I mean? No. Come on, he just won an Oscar for playing a trans person. Don't we like that? No, we don't like that anymore. But he looks like Jesus. But he looks like Jesus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, We're doing 12 months of Batman at patreon.com. So last week we just put out our 1989 Batman episode. Uh, DC has announced that they are putting out a Batman comic book follow-up that will be like Batman 89. Okay. And it's picking up where the Tim Burton movie uh leaves off. Okay. I think I think the first one specifically I suppose, to just Batman including Batman returns. And I found what was interesting about this is that they hired original Batman uh movie writer Sam Ham to to write the okay. to write the books. So that's a lot of fun. Interesting. And they're also doing a Superman 78 where they're picking up on the the very first no. Superman in the movie that Richard Donner won so interesting yeah doing some throwbacky stuff and the art looks really cool because it's like you know the Tim Burton look and all that no. but uh, done a little more modern I like it it looks fun looks good I ain't going to read it. You know, no. but, but it's cool to know that it's out there mm-hmm. and, and people can enjoy it. And uh, hopefully it'll bring more interest to Batman, a fledgling character yeah, in pop cause, culture. Cause that's what Batman needs. People need yeah. more of an audience. He needs more more exposure. Yeah, more people need mm-hmm. to know what, what a Batman is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, we're just doing our part. Yeah. That's all for this fledgling company. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Donald Glover strikes Amazon deal. This is a big deal okay. here. Um Meaning he's leaving effects, all mm-hmm. right. He's been at effects for a few years now, and it's a multi year deal that will let's see, this is from the Hollywood Reporter eight figures overall. Part of it, I believe, includes how he's producing a TV remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, okay, with Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag.
1: Oh, okay,
0: yeah, so Glover Waller Bridge. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So
1: it's gonna. So it's actually going to be funny. It's
0: actually going to be good?
1: <laughs> Question mark?
0: Yeah. yeah it could be. Re- that could be really good. Uh, those are two um, very talented people working together. Uh, part of this deal, a content channel of sorts that will spotlight Glover's work and other curated content on Amazon's Prime Video Hub. Uh, And then it goes on to talk about Guava Island, which is also an Amazon Studios production, and other stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Malia Obama's working on something here on one of his projects. He's executive producing projects. One that's coming together per THR, a potential series called Hive, which is set to revolve around a Beyonce-like figure and stemmed from writer Janine Neighbors, who worked on Watchmen. This series has already got a writer's room together, with none other than Malia Obama among those working on the series.
1: Oh, well, man, I know the Obamas have gotten into production. Yeah, so.
0: well, the parents have. Yeah, I guess these kids are in college now, right? Duh. Damn, they're not, so
1: they're going to follow in their parents' footsteps. They're not,
0: they're not kids anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, Atlanta will still be happening at FX with seasons 3 and 4 in the works. Obviously, now a big part of the problem is that since Atlanta has debuted, not only has Donald Glover's star risen even further, but like Keith Stanfield, Brian Tyree, oh, Henry, yeah, and Zassi Beats are all like just legit stars now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In-demand stars. It, it, it
1: was a lot of fun watching that show and then seeing all that massive talent explode. Yeah, just like everywhere. Who, like, who the fuck are these people and why aren't they doing more? Oh, they are doing more work. Oh, here they all are.
0: Yeah, oh, now I know their names. <laughs> who are these people? How come I don't know their names? Two years later, I know all their names. Oh. I know exactly who these people are. They're great. Oh, uh, man. So that's well, good for Donald Glover. Good for Donald Glover. Constantine reboot series happening at HBO Max. Okay. All right. Is Keanu Reeves back? Probably not. Well, then I don't give a fuck. Probably not. Uh... Just like that reaction, Drew, there are going to be people out there who, whoever played Constantine on the NBC series. I don't care. If he doesn't, if he's not cast for it, there are going to be people like, ah, well, then they fucked up because, yeah, they, no. because they don't have that guy. You yeah, know? no. People get it. If they don't have things. Keanu Reeves and Peter Stormare, then why the fuck am I watching the show? Because it's going to be a whole new thing, baby. Those guys are expensive. Are you kidding me? It's a series, not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want to pay Keanu for 10 hours? Instead of just one hour or two hours? You wild, man. Where's this money coming from? Where's this magical money coming from? You got a magic money tree? Take me to your magic money tree. No. <laughs> to pay Keanu Reeves all this goddamn money.
1: Chris, if I had a magic money tree, do you think I'd be here talking to you? That's true. You'd be dead. You, definitely. You, oh, you, by now,
0: yeah, definitely. You'd be dead and uh-huh. someone would have cut down that tree and taken it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. Now the question is, is it death by murder or death by misadventure? It, misadventure, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Definitely misadventure. Um, Constantine reboot series happened. That's really all I got on that one. Just just want to throw that out there.
1: I just want to know how they're going to do it in this uh, lovely world of (coughs) anti-smoking, because that's it's it's
0: his smoking is actually a character trait. But is it also doesn't he have cancer? And wouldn't that be from the smoking? He has lung cancer, or he's trying to give himself more cancer or something? It's it's leaning on the negative aspect of the cigarette, right? I mean, yes, but he still is
1: constantly smoking because he's yeah. trying to kill himself.
0: So I think if you just and play that up, make sure this is why this character is smoking, because he wants to die, because it's cancerous and bad for you, and he's a suicidal person, only a dumb, suicidal person would smoke cigarettes like this. How is that cigarette in your break? Was it good? It, it was delicious. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, hey, Kurt yeah.
1: Vonnegut said it right. It's the
0: honorable suicide. <laughs> it's long. It's slow. It's drawn out. Yeah. But it's also a burden on taxpayers sometimes so you don't have good uh, health care. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm a taxpayer, too. I pay for that shit. Oh, that's... Okay, you're right. Um, Tim Burton has been hired to work on a series for Netflix based on Wednesday Adams. Okay. Uh, specifically, she will be uh, in a school, I think a boarding school. And also, apparently, she's a psychic in this?
1: That could be... Both horrific and hilarious yeah, at the same time.
0: It's got potential. The upcoming eight-episode series is a sleuthing, supernaturally infused mystery. Charting Wednesday's years as a student at the peculiar Nevermore Academy, Wednesday's attempts to master her emerging psychic ability thorny a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town. Eh, could be okay. It's Tim Burton. If it was animated, I feel better about it. Yeah uh ooh, speaking of uh anarchy <laughs> <laughs> so um, the marketing is sorry coming out for this Cruella Deville movie Cruella okay, and it's a prequel. I saw cool... a picture yes yeah it's it's getting out there. The trailer came out, I haven't watched it. The poster features in Emma Stone's name. Um, The A is an anarchy A. And you can sort of see it here in this image, all the A's in the background as well. It's a very clear anarchy A. Yeah. I mean, it's not totally anarchy, but it's still anarchy. <laughs> yeah, it's not. So it's most, it's partial, mostly anarchy. Um, You know who doesn't like this anarchy symbol being used in the marketing? Who? Anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh I pulled this article here from the Daily Beast, and it had a number of things that I wanted to, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wanted to mention um so yeah here we go scroll down scroll down scroll down anarchists say their movement is vocally in favor of animal liberation so the idea that this character who is all about skinning animals in terms of clothing is also like embracing anarchism in any way somehow uh upsets them upsets yeah. the mm-hmm. anarchist the snowflake yeah. anarchists yeah um It says they they go out of their way to advance. Animal rights. Ryan only is a longtime vegan and member of the anarchist public relations group agency said veganism is common in the political movement. Quote, for many anarchists practicing veganism is seen as baseline for living an ethical life. Uh, This suggests it was in a similar spirit that one practices a commitment to anti-racism or anti-sexism. If we believe in a world without oppression, we need to dismantle and disengage from the systems that are responsible for it. Only pointing to a long tradition of vegan zines and potlucks in anarchist spaces. Have you ever been invited to an anarchist potluck? I mean, maybe. I did work at a vegan restaurant for a while. Oh, so it's possible. That could have been Yeah. Stay away from the clam chowder, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, I don't. I'm talking about jizz. <laughs> anarchy! The jizzing into clam chowder, and then there's a potluck. Okay, that's what I imagine an anarchist potluck is like. Okay. Just everyone sabotaging each other's food because yeah. it's anarchy, bro. Woo! We're breaking down the social structure of this gathering of people giving each other food. Okay, of a questionably questionably prepared food. Very questionably. <laughs>
1: Anarchists are just modern hippies. They're dirty.
0: Yeah, dirty, dirty. Anarchists oppose hierarchies, most famously, governmental and class disparities, but mm-hmm. often between species as well. Um, oh, and then people start to talk about, like, this one really goes overboard, talking about how Disney himself is rumored to have been a Nazi sympathizer, uh-huh. which is, uh, yep. that's up for debate, really, and not, I don't think that's true at all. I'm all about. And, I'm and, all about tearing down old white dudes. And, that, that and, and according
1: say. to uh, Robot Chicken, he also wanted to
0: feast on Alien Gonzalez. So, oh, that's that's true. That's true. Alien Gonzalez, Alien. It's Gonzalez. in his name. We all know he's an illegal alien. Go Elian. back to Cuba. <laughs> Wait, where is he? What happened to him? I, <laughs> I have no idea either. They raided that house and took him, and then like they edited the photo and put out the edited photo yep. without the people with the guns or something. Yep. And then we're like, wait a second. We saw the original yesterday. (laughs) We're not that stupid. Or are we? Or are we? Um, The movie takes place during the 70s UK punk movement. Hence the uh, leaning into the anarchy type Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So what, she's really into sex pistols? Yeah. Yeah. She really likes... um, Who is The Clash? (laughs) So uh, anarchists. Not happy with Cruella. Anarchist. Not happy with a product from a mega corporation. Go figure. That is crazy, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah. Cool. Um, is there another thing in here? Yeah, no, I'll just go ahead. We're quickly running out of time for the rest of this episode, just to Cogman, because we have to talk about that Mortal Kombat trailer. Did you see that shit? I did. Did I you did. see that shit? I did. It
1: looks like someone's actually kind of taking Mortal Kombat...
0: Seriously? Like like seriously but not too seriously. No. Like we're, we're going to stab a motherfucker with an icicle made of his own blood? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and we're going to include the get over here and all that shit. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: But the actor playing Scorpion is like old man and it looks like like some sort of weird like metaphysical samurai of sort. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so it looks really <laughs>
0: weird. I like that we get the origin of jack's arms yeah that, that was fun <laughs> like when, when the epi- when episode when the trailer started with, the, with a black dude getting his arms busted like that yeah. i was like whoa that's intense and then later you see him with robot like, arms jacks i was like oh <laughs> that's fun yeah <laughs> it's literally fun um it, 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 those look like an interesting movie <laughs> yeah and i like that they put out a red band trailer like i mean we, i'll check we, it out like we have to show people this movie's gonna well, be well yeah fun it's gonna be fucking
1: bonkers yeah. i mean i, I I will watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch will it. Will it be as bad as the first one? Probably, but I'm
0: still going to watch it. I don't know. That first one's so bad. Yeah. Like, and it's not even R-rated, is it? No. No, no it's I not. think this one's going to be better. But
1: it's it, somehow it's better than Street Fighter.
0: Yes. Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, even, even Jean-Claude Van Damme, coked up Van Damme, couldn't yeah, say that movie. He no. he doesn't remember making it. Raul Julia is in that thing. I remember watching it and walking
1: out of it. That's amazing. At the tender age of whatever the fuck age I was. Maybe 12? Saw it in theaters by myself and walked out halfway through. Maybe 12, 13? Yeah. yeah. Even by then, I had, I guess, taste?
0: Sort of. <laughs> an, an, enough to be like, this is bad. <laughs> this is uniquely bad. Joaquin Phoenix to team up with Uh, we already talked about him a little bit Ari Aster no you you mentioned Eggers. Ari Aster uh, team of Joaquin Phoenix for uh, his new movie called Disappointment Boulevard okay which is be careful when you name your movie anything Disappointment or Uh uh, if you use the word hack in your title playing with fire when you do that shit take a trip down to Disappointment Boulevard with Disappointment Boulevard the the headlines (laughs) write themselves guys be careful be careful careful um, there's nothing known about the plot or anything. Of course not. All, all we know is Joaquin
1: Phoenix and Ariaster, Aster, which both of them are like, okay. I'm in. Okay. I'm intrigued. It, it, it Still,
0: you never know. Is, uh, you were never really there, here, whatever that title was. Was that an A24? I don't know. That could be an A24. Almost an A24 is neon. They're like A24 light. Because yeah. they produce some really fun stuff and put some interesting things out there when Neon pops up I'm like alright all right, no, this go. could be fun and then when Braun Films pops up I'm like "Okay, what? I'm like okay I can do a Braun I can do a <laughs> Braun <laughs> what was Possessor? Possessor is Neon oh, of course Possessor is yeah. Neon which is why it's on Hulu yeah um, Amazing Grace is Neon which shows you their range <laughs> oh. <laughs> they go from Brandon Cronenberg <laughs> to Aretha Franklin documentary um, and then when STX Entertainment pops up I'm like god, did I throw my sandwich <laughs> on the floor I'm like god damn it I'm about to waste my time here with another Terminator movie. Um, is that a booger? There you go, booger. Tebow, I don't know how to say this guy's name. I'm not going to butcher it. Uh, but this guy, I believe he's a Japanese director who's made some, uh, pretty well-regarded films. I think horror films mostly. Japanese horror films. Mm-hmm. He has been hired to do the, uh, I guess you can say American remake of Train to Busan. James Wan got the rights to do the remake. Mm-hmm. He's producing it. And the hardest guy who did the movie is made a devil take you. And the night comes for us. Oh, okay. So, uh I mean, sound was great. It's a great movie. And while I'm not, I'm, you know, always the initial reaction when there's like the American remake of the hot hit. That's only a couple years old. It's like, obviously you want to be cynical about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in this case, by, by choice of director, the fact that James Wan is working on it, maybe they're they'll make like a, a cool, fun trained zombie movie. It could. And to Busan is gonna be trained to uh Topeka. Okay. That actually works. Trained to Topeka? Sure. Yeah, shit. Someone's got to get it. You got to get a Topeka somehow. Three T's. Hideo Kojima, a video game mastermind behind all the Metal Gear Solid games. Also uh, has a small cameo in Cyberpunk
1: 2077.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's how intertwined in video game culture he is. Has a book called The Creative Gene that's getting an English language translation and it's Uh, mostly a bunch of essays about all the things that inspired him all the movies and TV shows and music that he likes he's a huge culture uh, connoisseur it's going to be so wacky and jumbled it's going to be all over the place he has made the weirdest
1: Fucking video games and he put, In the world And
0: he puts those influences Like directly into the games yeah, Like but- in, in Death Stranding You can walk around And pick up items And it's just like This is Hideo Kojima's Favorite like album Like I
1: said he's like, I mean, it's like I, breaking
0: The fourth wall type stuff
1: I'm surprised that His games are as popular
0: As they are For as fucking as, as Weird, weird as, as they are yeah. So for people who like them The creative gene Oh man Jim, I pulled a story Because I thought You would get a kick out of this Denzel Washington mm-hmm. Um you know, get into directing more lately, Uh, has here a bit of advice that he got from Steven Spielberg on making movies. Here's Denzel Washington. Steven told me years ago when I was nervous about making movies, everybody steals, Denzel, but make sure to steal from the best. I've been rewatching Coppola's Godfather movies and stealing shots from them, and I'll be stealing from Spielberg as well. End quote.
1: Picasso, man.
0: Picasso. Fuck Picasso. That's what we've been saying, man. We co-opted that shit. We steal, steal, steal. Amateurs create,
1: professionals steal. Fuck
0: yeah, baby. Um, just want to throw that out there for you. Edgar Wright Mm -hmm. has optioned Stephen King's The Running Man for a remake. Okay. Yes, and uh, trying to stick a little closer to the original novel... I would love to see 86 with that original ending in which the hero uh, flies a plane into the network uh, building. Oh, yeah, nine eleven style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine eleven style. I think we're going to have to change ending. <laughs> or will it? Has it hasn't been long enough. Can, no. we, can we, at the same time, never forget, but also go back to crashing planes in the buildings? No. You,
1: you have to be far enough away from the actual date nine eleven. Yeah. And yet...
0: I mean, you can't be too close either. I don't think so. Oh, man, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. But according to Deadline, he's got the rights to do the adaptation of the 1982 I mean, novel. Uh,
1: until we stop remembering 9-11, you won't be able to... But he can
0: never forget 9-11, so we got to keep remembering it. Keep tearing off that scab every fucking yeah, year. Man. Never let the wound heal. No, why would I want it to heal? <laughs> I need it to fester. smells like almonds. Mm. Um. all right we're getting close to the end here of this list of stories and yeah we're past the hour and a half so uh real quick home improvement fans from the 90s might be interested in this i might actually give a a looky a looky loo but there's going to be a home improvement style um competition show uh you know all these goddamn shows people yeah. build something mm-hmm. and then you have yeah. they're, and they're judged but it's hosted by Tim Allen, and he asked Richard Karn, who was out on yeah. Home Improvement, to co-host with them. So it's Tim Allen and Richard Karn together for the first time since Home Improvement, uh, in the vicinity of like tools, and it's essentially like an unofficial Tool Time spinoff. If
1: Tim Allen goes, ar, ar,
0: ar, ar, I'm out. If he does that, I'm not interested. But if uh, Richard Karn says, I don't think so, Tim, at least once, yeah, then, I'm, then if, I'm in.
1: If Richard Karn <laughs> plays Al, yeah. and then Tim Allen doesn't play just, Tim
0: the Tool Man, He just does Tim Allen. Then
1: I'm okay with that. Yeah. But the second I hear,
0: oh, I'm, I'm turning the fucking show off. He's going to grunt. He's going to grunt One, Someone's going to show, like, oh, this has more power. And he's going to go, oh, no. It's going to happen. No. He made so much money doing that. Ugh. Uh. <sighs> He made money doing that. Jeff Foxworthy with the whole, you might be, if you stare at a box of orange juice, because it says, look at me, I'm sexy. You might be a redneck. Is that how that joke went? I had the books, had the
1: tapes. If someone screams "ho down" and your girlfriend hits the floor, you You might be be dating a prostitute. (laughs) Well, that too. a second, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. If your mailbox is made out of used car parts.
0: If your mailbox is full of twigs and berries, you may be having sex in the woods. And therefore. And therefore, you may have an infection. (laughs) Therefore, you should go to the hospital and get that checked out real quick. Because that might be bad.
1: Not funny, Chris.
0: The. AMC debuting their first ever. Animated series, okay, and it's going to be an animated um, sci-fi drama called Pantheon. And listen to this cast. Um, they just added in smaller roles: William Hurt, Maud Apatow, and Corey Stoll. Stoll—that's hard to say. S-T-O-L-L. Based on a collection of short stories about uploaded intelligence, uh, Pantheon focuses on Maddie, played by. Kitty Che, Don't know who that is. A bully teen who receives mysterious help from someone online. The stranger is soon revealed to be her recently deceased father whose consciousness has been uploaded to the cloud following an experimental destructive brain scan. He's the first of a new kind of being uploaded intelligence. So it's like her. Mm-hmm. It's like her. That's yeah. what's going on here. No. Uh, a global conspiracy unfolds that threatens to trigger a new so, kind of world. So, lore.
1: does that mean Scarlett Johansson is going to fall in
0: love with Brian Cox and leave? Yes. Yes. <laughs> please. <laughs> and leave Joaquin Phoenix alone? I hope so. That'd be amazing. Um, show will be starring as well Paul Dano, Rosemary DeWitt, Aaron Eckhart, Ron Livingston, Scoot McNary, Kevin Durant, and a bunch of other names I don't know. Uh, so, that's coming soon. AMC, Pantheon, animated series, Drew Grove. Interesting. Bad Trip, the Eric Andre hidden camera comedy that he did with um, uh, some of the guys who produced like Bad Grandpa. I think it was Jeff Tremaine, really, because he's like the jackass and Bad Grandpa and all that stuff. That finally got sold to Netflix. Okay. Coming out here in March, just a few weeks now. We'll get to see Eric Andre's Bad Trip. Um, Gareth Evans, director of Raid and Raid 2. Uh, He has a Netflix movie coming called Havoc. And it's a crime thriller starring Tom Hardy, and the synopsis involves lots of punching and kicking. OK? So imagine a raid type movie. Looks like I'm watching that?: Yes, a raid type movie, but with uh, old Tom Hardy here. Grunting and punching his way in havoc after a drug deal gone wrong, a bruised detective Tom Hardy mm-hmm. must fight his way through a criminal underworld yeah. to rescue a politician's estranged son while unraveling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy that ensnares his entire city. Okay, this actually, sounds a lot like Raid too. Yeah, because it involves like gangs and whole city structures, like city politics, and stuff like that. So. I'll watch it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. And finally, last story. This is more of a PSA. Uh. Cinemax's The Nick Seasons 1 and 2 Available on HBO Max oh. So if you haven't seen it Time to watch it Mr. Red Sox It's a great show It's a great show Clive Owen uh, That's what my parents about Yesterday They already started watching it. My mom loves it Three episodes in she Yeah yeah, it's Great um, we were, I, we I,
1: I, it. I love the The uh... The final episode, the final scene of season one.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> so great. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, that's not going to bode well. Oh, you're it. so fine That's not going to bode well, <laughs> well We have a new medicine. <laughs> it's, it's called heroin. It's, it's from the Bayer Corporation. <laughs> it's fine. It's medicine. It's good stuff, my man. It's good. It's jolly good stuff. Healthy for you, even. Get you off the cocaine. Get you off that terrible devil cocaine. Um, and then you can put it in me, my six style. Uh, Drusa Cogburn Chris Crespo We're at the end of the episode Cool So thank you sir You're welcome And you're welcome listeners We are done here We'll be back next week With 425 Keeping it alive The first episode Of March Wow That means nothing